Welcome to Economic Development Secrets, where economic developers from across the country spill their secrets to our host, Nicole D'Souza. You'll hear firsthand accounts from economic developers in the trenches, from what works to what doesn't work, how deals come together or how deals go bad. You'll hear everyone's economic development secrets. Welcome to Economic Development Secrets. This month's special guest is Adriana Cruz, president of the Greater San Marcos Partnership. Adriana shares how they turned their region's National Manufacturing Day into a month-long informational celebration. She also shares how they've ignited local stakeholders to be active participants with their Vision 2020 strategic plan. Without further ado, here are Adriana's Economic Development Secrets. Hi, Adriana. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Nicole. Thank you. Good morning. It's it's great to be with you. Wonderful. Well, can you start out by telling the audience a little bit about yourself, please? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, my name's Adriana Cruz. I'm the president of the Greater San Marcos Partnership. Um, I've been in economic development for um, more than 20 years. Uh, worked at the state in the um, state of Texas at the governor's office in the economic development and tourism uh, division under uh, Governor Perry, and then um, did economic development consulting for a short while at Angelo Economics, uh, then went to the Austin Chamber and was the vice president for global corporate recruitment at the Austin Chamber of Commerce, and then five years ago joined the Greater San Marcos Partnership. So. I've had um, experience at the state level, at the regional level, and now at a, at a still at a regional level, but a, a smaller region. Wonderful. Well, can you tell us more about your community and organization? Sure. Um, so the Greater San Marcos Partnership was formed in 2010. It is a public-private partnership um, and a regional economic development organization that covers Hayes County and Caldwell County, uh, basically the city of San Marcos, the university, uh, the two counties and the uh, local hospital, Central Texas Medical Center, got together in, in 2009 and said, you know, we're, we're not being as effective as we think we can be in terms of economic development. Um, what, what can we be doing better? And they uh, brought in a consultant, Market Street Services uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, who had been doing the uh, economic development strategic plan in Austin for the Austin Chamber. And the consultant basically said, look, you're, you're too small to kind of go it alone with your limited resources um, and get your message out, you know, out of the shadow of Austin and, and San Antonio and these bigger cities. So what you should do is sort of combine your efforts regionally with the smaller communities. So San Marcos, Kyle, Lockhart, Luling, Dripping Springs, all sort of coming together um, to leverage their, you know, uh, resources um, along with private sector dollars to be able to have a bigger reach and a bigger impact. And and so the the organization was formed, and it's truly a regional partnership. Um, of the two counties and the communities within those counties um, that's uh, based in um, San Marcos, uh, which is the uh, community in the region between Austin and San Antonio um, on the um, uh, Interstate 35 and uh, 
SH-130 um, corridor. Um, so the organization has been around for about eight years. Uh, we're a staff of eight, and um, we've had a, a couple of staff changes recently, which um, are, are exciting. Uh, you know, transition's always hard, but um, we have a, a new VP um, coming on board actually on Monday, um, and a new director of marketing communication started this fall. A um, couple of um, other staff changes internally. Um, so we're, uh, you know, working very, very hard to provide, you know, uh, the right environment for economic opportunity to help our, our two counties um, be competitive. Wonderful. Well, what are some of your target industries? So um, after the um, initial uh, work by Market Street Services back in 2009, um, that was for a, a five-year um, economic development strategic plan, uh, we brought them back to, to do an updated plan that we call um, Vision 2020. Uh, and that took us from basically 2016 through um, 2020 and helped us to refine our um, our target industry sectors, you know, what uh, we needed to do to make sure that our region um, would be able to compete for, you know, new job creation opportunities and, um, and investment. And so uh, the target industry sectors that we are going after um, are really based on the assets that we have already, um, our proximity to both Austin and San Antonio, uh, the presence of Texas State University and its um, growth and uh, transformation into a research institution um, with a very strong um, engineering program, uh, particularly in the material science area. So material science is one of our target industry sectors along with information technology, life sciences, uh, distribution, business services and support, and then aerospace, aviation, security, and defense. Um, we're also looking at destination attractions. Um, San Marcos is home to the um, largest outlet mall complex um, in the country with um, two large outlet malls that are actually a, a significant, um, uh, not only impact to our economy, but a significant employer as well. Um, but for other parts of our region, destination attractions means different things, particularly for our smaller communities, communities like Lockhart, communities like Dripping Springs, uh, where you have, you know, the barbecue capital of Texas and Lockhart. Um, and then you've got all of these uh, craft beverage industry popping up in, in and around Western Hayes County and Dripping Springs, where you've got breweries and wineries and distilleries. Um, and so attractions mean different things for different uh, of our communities, which was something that really was attractive um, to them. And they got really excited um, as part of our regional strategy. Can you discuss your Vision 2020 strategy a little bit more? Sure. Um, so we feel really strongly that um, the best way to be competitive is to know yourself, right? know who you are, know what your assets are, know what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. So having a data-driven and research-based um, strategic plan is really important. Um, the Vision 2020 um, strategy was a, 
I don't know, nine months, 10 months long process. Uh, we had a um, steering committee of about 45, uh, which is huge. And um, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, even the, the consultant was like, wow, that's a lot. Um, but we wanted to be sure to include as many stakeholders as possible. Um, because this is a regional program, we wanted to include our regional partners and, you know, business people from the surrounding communities, um, as well as, you know, the county commissioners and um, small business owners, large business owners, manufacturers, tourism, um, hospitality, you know, just a wide variety of people um, to make sure that everybody, you know, understood the process, understood the reasons why, and understood um, uh, the solution. And, and everybody would be kind of um, in the same boat you know, rowing in the same direction. Um, and, and even though it took, you know, a bit of coordination, um, I think it actually ended up very, very positively. We have one, a, a great strategic plan um, that a lot of people in the community were involved with and engaged with and, um, and understand and, uh, and have taken it you know, into their own communities and said, you know, I participated in that and I understand and, and let me tell you why uh, we're, we're doing things this way. And so I think um, uh, it was a process, but it was a good process. Um, the university, of course, uh, played a role in that. Um, and it's funny because when I started at the partnership in 2013, the previous strategy, which started in 2010, within two years was already out of date. Um, the the strategy back in 2010 didn't include the university's research park um, called Star Park uh, because that opened in 2012. Um, it didn't include uh, a new transportation thoroughfare, SH-130, which is the toll road to the east um, of, of IH-35 uh, that runs north-south and connects you know, uh, San Antonio to Austin, you know, on the eastern uh, side um, through Caldwell County and through Lockhart. So that's a significant piece of transportation infrastructure that wasn't included in the original strategy. Um, so, you know, we knew that we had to update that um, pretty pretty quickly. We, we waited until 2014 to start that process, uh, but then we were ready in, in 2016 for that next five-year um, strategic plan that takes us through 2020. And so sometime, you know, next year, we'll start the process again for the next five-year iteration. And I, you know, I haven't been able to think of a, of a clever name, so it'll probably be Vision 2025. <laughs> but um, <laughs> That um, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, there it is. Um, but, you know, we do think that it's something that's that's really important and has really helped us now the, the the next key is how do you implement it and the implementation plan was extensive and you know there were uh, lots of steps and lots of you know um, action items to to take into account but you know we knew this is not something that we can do on our own um, this is something that is going to really take the, the community and the region at large. And so we set up these implementation work groups to and, and task them with different sections of the strategy, you know, like workforce development or education, um, 
or, you know, sites and real estate and um, put this group to work and, and people volunteered and, and, you know, signed up and said, I want to participate. I want to help in this area because it's either, you know, in my wheelhouse or it's something that's near and dear to my heart, you know, like education. Um, and so, you know, for the past several years, these groups have been meeting. Um, they've identified, you know, issues or, you know, had projects that they've completed or, you know, different ones sort of working in, in different areas. Um, and, and that, you know, managing all of those groups, of course, is a, a coordination challenge. Um, but again, you know, we've told our, our community stakeholders, you know, this is not something we can do on our own. This is something that is going to involve everyone. Um, the university, the hospital, the chamber, the local uh, chambers of commerce, the elected officials, the school districts, you know, everybody has a, a role to play and they have um, they have really embraced that um, and, and really stepped forward, um, which has been wonderful to see. Yeah, that's incredible. It's so neat seeing all of the different stakeholders having a part in the plan. I'm sure that's something that was a little tricky and um, sensitive to pull together. Just, you know, everyone finding their exact place in the plan, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because they were participating in it from the beginning, you know, they they feel they have a vested interest. Um, and then, of course, there's the the reporting. You know, we stay in close contact with our investors and with our stakeholders. And, um, you know, every speaking engagement that I'm asked to um, participate or, you know, whether it's the Rotary or the Lions Club or, um, you know, the, the chamber, um, you know, we go and speak and talk about sort of, you know, here's where we were, here's the plan, here's where we are. Um, and in fact, this year, we brought um, Market Street back to do an audit of sort of uh, a mid a mid plan course review. You know, where are we? Um, this is where we were at the start of the plan. You know, what uh, you know has happened since then? Where are we in terms of demographics and in terms of some of those metrics uh, that we have been um, tracking? And then, how have the work groups uh, been doing? And um, some of them, you know, are done. They, they finished their task and so they have sort of been done. Uh, some of them were uh, slower in getting started. Uh, some of them, you know, what we actually found was that um, 11 uh, work groups is too many uh, for, from a management and coordination perspective. And so we're now gonna take our assessment and sort of regroup and say, okay, how do we streamline this and, and make this um, a little bit easier so that we can be successful? And so, again, it's sort of taking a look at, you know, where you are um, and what do you need to do to adjust your course? Yeah, absolutely. What is some of the data that you use to measure your strategic plan? Um, so we use, you know, some, some standard demographic data um, the uh, percentage of the population uh, with a bachelor's degree, with a high school degree, um, of course, the, the labor force uh, participation rate, um, how many, you know, the, the population, uh, their educational attainment, um, the poverty rate, uh, the child, you know, number of children in poverty. And, and that's a tough one because um, 
there's a lot of factors that that go into the poverty rate, some of which we impact and some of which we don't. Uh, but we still want to know uh, and be able to see sort of where we are and try to address that as best we can. Um, we also track, you know, a lot of our activities, you know, how many out of market, you know, meetings we've had, how many uh, prospects, how many leads we've gotten, how many projects we're working, how many site visits we've had um, from a BRE perspective, you know, how many BRE meetings we've had. Uh, of course, we track jobs, you know, the number of jobs announced um, in our successful announcements um, and our expansions of the amount of capital investment. Um, and, you know, I'm happy to say this past year, um, all of the projects that we have worked uh, since 2010 have resulted in $500 million of capital investment um, for, oh. for the, the two county region. And so, you know, we're, we're thrilled at that. Some of them are, are large announcements, you know, like um, Amazon's Fulfillment Center. And then some of them are, are smaller, you know, small local company expansions um, or smaller companies that have moved in. Um, but each of these uh, announcements are exciting in their own way for what they bring to to the community. Yeah, absolutely. That is so exciting. Well, and congratulations on figuring out a really neat plan. I know um, strategic plans are tricky and uh, you have to find exactly what works right for your own community. So right, right. <laughs> well, switching gears a bit. Um, I heard that you had to turn your day of national manufacturing into a month-long celebration. Can you talk yes. about that a little bit? <laughs> yes. Um, so we have um, in uh, San Marcos, San Marcos has had a manufacturing association for 35 years. And uh, this past year, we partnered with them and uh, really help to provide, you know, administrative support so that the, the manufacturing association could, you know, continue to um, be a, a vibrant uh, part of our business community. And um, one of the things that we wanted to do in October was to really celebrate uh, Manufacturing Day and to highlight manufacturing as a career opportunity for some of our um, you know, local kids in, in high school and middle school. And we know that, um, you know, manufacturing jobs are, are good paying quality jobs. Um, sometimes, you know, parents may not be uh, thrilled to hear, you know, their, their child wants to pursue manufacturing as a career. They may have some perception um, of what manufacturing is. And so we really wanted to show the kids and give them an insider's look um, at what a manufacturing job could be. So we worked um, across the, the region. We had manufacturers in uh, Buda, Kyle, and San Marcos work with um, high school students and middle school students and open up their doors and provide tours. Um, so on manufacturing day, we had some you know, proclamations by the city and the county. Um, and then the I think on manufacturing day, we had one group of tours and then uh, we had other tours um, throughout October. Um, and, and really the, you know, kudos to the manufacturers for sort of 
um, working with the kids and opening their doors and really preparing a, a presentation and giving them a tour and you know showing them sort of what they do and you know what it is that they make and and um, you know what what impact it has um, not just on the community but you know some of the manufacturers are global operations and so their products are shipped around the world um, and so you know really just sort of opening those doors and, and opening um, these kids eyes and in particular for the middle school students you know that's when they start to take classes that sort of affect um, their high school and where their career is going to go and so really encouraging the middle school students to focus on um, STEM uh, classes uh, so that they can be better prepared so that they could go work at, you know, CFAN or Menzor or, you know, Thermon or one of our uh, manufacturers here. Very neat. What a cool program. Well, and then I also wanted to ask you about your BizTalks program. Could you yeah. um, expand on that? Yeah. So BizTalks was um, an idea that we had to focus on our small businesses and you know we're always looking for ways for our entrepreneurs to engage with each other and uh, for small business owners to sort of um, provide an educational program but then also provide them an opportunity to network and to um, uh, you know get to know each other and maybe learn from each other so biz talks was you know why don't we take a local successful small business owner and have a program where they get to speak and they sort of talk about their experience, you know, the good, the bad, you know, what they learned, lessons learned from someone who, uh, you know, the, the small business owners and entrepreneurs or, or entrepreneurs who, who you know, uh, in, in training or who want to be entrepreneurs um, can learn, oh, if they did it, you know, if they could do it, um, I can do it too. Uh, we had a program this summer with um, uh, two brothers, the Katz brothers, who have been successful entrepreneurs. Uh, they have um, uh, started with a kolache shop um, and then went to a, a pizza place and, and to a, a favorite um, local bar. Um, and they're just opening, you know, all across sort of San Marcos. And now they're expanding into New Braunfels and they're opening a spot in San Antonio. And it was the, the topic of that one was, you know, being in business with your with a family member, like a sibling, because it's two brothers. And so they talked about, you know, their experience and how they got started and what were some of the challenges and how do they deal with managing multiple businesses together. And in the audience was a couple who was starting a brewery um, in Hayes County. And so they wanted to sort of hear about these experiences. Um, it gave us an opportunity to meet a new business owner, um, but it also gave the uh, brewery owners an opportunity to meet uh, the Katz brothers and, you know, exchange emails and, um, you know, be able to have someone locally who could sort of, uh, you know, be a mentor, be an example of, um, of uh, you know, a successful example. Um, and we've done that with many of our uh, local business owners, uh, you know, from manu small manufacturers to uh, retail owners um, to, uh, you know, 
people in real estate. Um, and every time we do it, we have an open, you know, it's an open invitation to anyone in the community. And we have anywhere from 20 to 50 people come. And it's, it's always, there's always someone new in the audience who I haven't met before, or we haven't um, interacted with before. And so um, it's been a real pleasure to sort of be able to get out into the community that way, but also to invite the community in to sort of um, meet some potential mentors for them. Yeah, what a great BRE program. That is so neat. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, well, sure. I have, yeah, I have a few wrap-up questions for you. Sure. Um, the first is, what is your biggest economic development secret to success for other economic developers out there listening? Oh, my gosh. Uh, secret to success. Um, well, there's quite a few. Um, I think that, you know, success, your success is going to be dependent on your relationships. It's all about relationships, relationships with your local uh, people, with your business leaders, with your elected officials, relationships with your, um, with the site selection community, um, and then with your prospects. Um, I think that, uh, being uh, a person who is trustworthy and who has um, very high ethical standards is is important. Um, I think being a person of your word um, and people knowing that you're a person of your word um, is is important. And um, um, you know that kind of goes back to the strategic plan and and being honest. You know if you've got some some, you know, negatives in your community, you have to be honest about them, you know, uh, you have to be truthful, you can't, um, you can't, you know, hide them or wash them away, which is kind of why the strategic plan is so important, because you've got to sort of know yourself. Um, and I think that's true with any successful marketing program, uh, and branding program, it has to be authentic, it has to be truthful. Um, you know, because if it's not, it, it's not going to work. Um, I don't know that that answers your question, but it absolutely does. And I don't know <laughs> if that's a secret. <laughs> yeah, it can be your secret that we now know. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you. I think that's a great answer. Well, and lastly, what is your favorite hobby? Oh, man. Um, I always get stumped by this question because <laughs> um, uh, I am so busy and sleep doesn't count as a hobby um but uh sometimes sometimes, <laughs> sometimes as a joke i say sleep but no uh i'm not gonna say sleep because that's that's cheating um i love to read uh i love to read and i'm always looking for good good books i find it such a great escape it's like sometimes you just want to read a good book and just like go into another world or another time or another place um and uh, Netflix uh, binge watching. Netflix or Amazon Prime. I kind of switch between the two. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get into a, a, a show or a movie. I love watching movies. And I love, um, you know, just all of the programming that's now available on uh, things like Netflix and, and Amazon. 
Yeah, that sounds so nice and relaxing. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice just to get that time. <laughs> well, thank yes, you. Yes, it so is. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us today, Adriana. Uh, thank I you. learned a lot and I know the audience is so thankful as well and happy to have heard you sharing. All right. Thank you. Thanks for the, the opportunity. And it was great talking to you and um, uh, wish everybody a very happy new year and a very, very prosperous uh, 2019. Economic Development Secrets is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. For more information on this podcast or to listen to past episodes, check out www.impactdatasource.com.